Hello there, my name is Brad and we are Grace Teaching today. Remember to join us over at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries for more of your Grace Teaching listening pleasure. We are there to encourage you. Remember, you're always the important, the most important person there because without you, we cannot teach and we learn so we can teach. We teach so we can learn. And that goes for right here as well. Welcome to free podcast Grace Teaching. We're going to talk a little bit about something Jesus said. Of course, this is coming right from the Beatitudes. And we know the Beatitudes are found in Matthew chapter 5. And the Beatitudes is the life of Christ. Okay, and so remember in Christ, Matthew 5, 13 and 14, Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. So we want to take a look at that. First of all, when Jesus gives the identity to the body of Christ, he's basically saying, you are the salt of the earth. Okay. And so we're going to talk about what salt does. What is the purpose of salt in this world? And we're going to talk about light. But before we do that, we need to talk about the second part of this verse where Jesus says, but if the salt loses its saltiness. Okay. First of all, salt does not lose its saltiness. So what is he referring to? Of course, he's talking about an unbeliever. He's talking about somebody today who is in Adam, sinner. He is not referring to somebody in Christ, child of God. Okay, so we wanted to make that very clear. So what did Jesus mean when he said, you are the salt of the earth and you are light in this world? Keep in mind, salt is, uh, you know, back in, uh, you know, when Jesus, even, you know, way, way back, they used to preserve meat with salt. And so that's something they used to use salt. It was a great preserver. Today, we know it to be a great healer. You put salt in a little warm water and you gargle with it, and it can heal a sore throat. So there's healing, there's preservative, and salt, we know salt, when you add salt to food, it adds flavor. Many of us have had hospital food, and we've often said, hey, do you have any salt? Just need a little flavor is all. Well, let's take a look at this. The first thing we want to take a look at is Matthew 5.13. The first part of that verse, that's Matthew 5.13a, you are the salt of the earth. Okay, to be salt, it means to deliberately seek to influence the the people in one's life by showing them the unconditional love of Christ through good deeds, not necessarily speech. Okay? And so, people in your life, you see, people in your life, in your circle, that you come in contact with every day, maybe it could be a co-worker. You see, the problem is with unconditional love is we cannot generate this. People are conditional. We are not unconditional. Christ is unconditional. You see there? And so, with good deeds, you see, what we're going to do is 
trust Christ and let the world see his good deeds through us. Remember, Jesus died for us, folks, so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. That's what it means to be in Christ. Not do it for Jesus, but let the living Christ actually live through you. The Apostle Peter said this, in 1 Peter 3.15, he says, Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life, or as your life, and if someone asks about your hope, as a believer, always be ready to explain it. You see, when we gaze at Christ, it's kind of like the moon and the sun. They have a relationship, don't they? The moon has no light of its own, but in the darkness, when it gets dark outside and that moon is in full moon, it just reflects the light of the sun. What it's been doing all day long is gazing at the sun. And when it gets dark, it reflects the light of the sun. Not me. And that's what Peter is talking about. As you worship Christ all day long, and that's what worship just means whatever takes your attention. If you are a true worshiper, because the Father is seeking true worshipers that worship in spirit and in truth, what we're doing is we are focused in on Christ. We are letting Him take our attention. Not our jobs, not our co-workers, not our pressure, not our physical problems, not our stress, not the price of gas mileage, not even the president. No, we're letting Christ take our attention. That's what it truly means to worship Christ. Jesus said this. He, he gave the new covenant commandment to the disciples, and this applies to us in Christ today. He says, so now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Now keep in mind, the love that he has in you and in me is unconditional love. He is not counting people's sins against them, and he loves us unconditionally. Now this is the love that he wants to transmit through us. That's right. He actually produces this love through us. This is not something we can do through self-reliance. In fact, Ephesians 3.20, the Apostle Paul kind of gives it this way in Ephesians 3.20, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or even think. That's salt. Salt is just the unconditional love of Christ transmitted to the world. Not just Christians, folks. We befriend unbelievers because Jesus loves them unconditionally. And even if they never say yes to Christ, that's okay. Light. You are light in this world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Think about this, folks. To be light, it actually means to be a witness to others. It means to be a witness to others. Jesus said this, No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. No, a lamp is lit and put up on a stand. So all who come into the room and all who are in the room can see the light. You see that there? John 1.4 tells us, In him was life, 
and this life was the light of mankind. John 15, 5. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man abide in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, folks, we live in Christ. We don't have to, you know, the word abide just means to live in. It means to abode in your house. Do you have to go to your house if you're already in it? No, you're already in there, just as we are in Christ. It's not something you have to do. You live there, and he lives in you. When we see that, that he abides in us, we see that he lives in us for the purpose of producing life through us. Remember, before Christ, we were spiritually dead, Romans 5.12. But in Christ, we were made alive. You he made alive when you were dead in your transgressions and sins. And so he wants to transmit that life and produce his character through us. You see, that's what, that's what it means to be light in this world. It's just letting him produce his life through us and producing his character, which is the fruit of the Spirit, through us. So the world can see. And they will know us by our fruit. Galatians 5, and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, long-suffering, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So the law is gone, folks. It's just the nine fruit of the Spirit and Jesus. That's it. So be encouraged. To be light and salt in this world, remember, light is just letting Christ transmit his unconditional love through you to others, even unbelievers. And salt is just witnessing Christ and using words only when must. It's trusting him to produce his life through us, trusting Christ to produce his character through us, and let the world see him. Let your light so shine that they see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. God bless.